And now, live from the pod shed in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. He's a writer-producer whose love of cooking started when he was a boy visiting his Mima and tasting her delectable thousand cricket dick sandwiches. It's Greg Heller. Tony Tamfax is here to listen patiently as you tell him about your tender breasts. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison. Hello, my little honey roasted peanuts. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another very exciting Thursday show. That particular carbohydrate, which is more of a protein, but I think the honey adds a carby layer, was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By Alan White. Patreon is a fun place to go. There's behind-the-scenes content. There's pictures. There's sometimes little video snippets. There's bonus episodes. There's bonus Q&As with the guests. Um, so bonus stuff. Bonus stuff, basically. Right. It's like stuff, but but it's a bonus. bonus right yeah. Now. That's on patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Uh, I'd like to say hello to my guest, Greg Heller. Welcome back. Hi. Everyone's very excited that you're here. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> you feel that fucking, electricity? Yeah. <laughs> People look fucking pumped. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen this before. You'd, you'd get it. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, but I mentioned a Patreon. There, oh, and, Patreon yeah, people are excited. Yeah. Yeah. The Hello. room doesn't care. Right. Patreon loves right. it. Hi, Patreon people. Thank Hello. you for your excitement. Hello, Daniel. Hi. How's it going? It's going pretty good. So I take it you listened a little bit to last week's episode, which you had to miss because our babysitter was sick, so you were watching the kids, so but, we recorded without you. You mean because of Tony's nickname? Yes. Yeah, but you also, you guys also told me. After. Oh, yeah. You guys couldn't wait to tell <laughs> you me. Were like, the first thing I heard was his new nickname. <laughs> no, but you mentioned that he'll listen while we talk about our tender breasts. Yeah, I listened to the first part until yeah. I was just like, ugh, too much gal chat. <laughs> uh, the reaction to no, that it was episode. Good. It, was, it was a good. I started listening and then it, it, it kept my attention. It and then you good stopped. App. It kept your attention until you stopped. Well. It's a long show. He's a busy guy. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. He's got two I, kids. I remembered I'm going to get a lot more of you later tonight. So <laughs> That's why, you know. Yeah. You wanted out. to leave yourself wanting more. Yeah. Uh, Tony Thaxton. Hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Got back late last night. How are you feeling? I'm okay. Better than I should, I think. Good. So yeah. Tony was just on the East Coast doing shows with Don't Stop or We'll Die. Looked like fun. Very fun, yes. And some ARIYMBF fans come out came out. Mm-hmm. Which I love to hear about. Yeah. That was uh that's I think that that's the first that someone at least that they have come up to me and told me and there was a couple different people uh, two of which came to Philly all the way from Canada. Now wow. I'm not good with places Whoa. and locations, but that's Canada is another country. Okay, it's <laughs> yes. to the it's north. north. It's yes, north. correct. Yes, yes. Uh, and they speak English. Correct. Except Parts. for in part of it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you said it's like a six-hour drive, right? Yeah, I forget what city they said they they were from, but they they drove about six hours to come to uh, the awesome. Philly show. That's so cool. The yeah, Philly cool. venue looked really cool. Is that just in pictures? Uh, we played two different venues because there was a big mess up. Uh, not a mess up, oh, but man. the uh, the the uh, 
venue we were supposed to play two nights at got shut down right before we Whoops. left, basically. I don't know. Not real sure. Whoa. But somehow they the promoter was able to scramble and get us two new venues. And so we, instead wow. of playing two nights in the same place, we played two different places. Huh. Um, but yeah, they, it ended up being great because our Saturday show was at 2 p.m. suddenly <laughs> instead of the 8 or 9 p.m. show. And enough people found out and came and that's cool. filled the place. Cool. So it was great. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you enjoy rocking at 2 p.m.? Uh, I mean, it's not necessarily my preferred time, but, uh, you know, at the same time, it's kind of nice then. You're like, well, now I can do whatever I want with the rest of the day. What's right. the earliest you've rocked? Probably like 11 or 12. God, that's early. Didn't you yeah. ever do morning radio? Uh, no, not really. We never really had radio luck. Right. You know, yeah, morning radio looks terrible anyway. Yeah. It looks really awful. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't really have to do that ever. Right. So, mm-hmm. Greg, did your band, the name of which is escaping me, play daytime shows? Oh, yeah. <laughs> A lot of, we didn't, like, we would tour, I don't know if Tony ever had to do this, but it would, we'd do, like, all, every show would be a normal show, and then Sunday we'd play, like, a matinee show somewhere. Did you guys used to play Bottom of the Hill a lot? Remember that place? Uh, not, uh, not a lot, but I have played there. We yeah. were always playing like a Sunday there. We did a lot of Sunday afternoon shows, but I didn't mind those so much. They were sort of like an end of the week thing, but we never toured like 10 days was a long time for us to be out or eight days or whatever. So there was not a ton of it. Um, so some people do know and some people don't know that Greg's old band, again, name of which I can't remember and I think he's not going to tell us, had a song in Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, and true. I was talking with someone uh, who go. So Elliot is now in preschool. I don't. The name of the band was Amateur Night. It's not like a secret or anything. Oh, we just like kind of don't have like any stuff, any of our music online. Okay. We haven't. We didn't like do archiving very well. Right. And we it's sort so, of like so our, amateur. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Allison. I see what you did there. And our, <laughs> yeah. our breakup was like kind of acrimonious, and oh. like, shit didn't go super well at the end. So we didn't like take care of. <laughs> I was going to say our legacy, but we didn't like take care of the like seven songs or whatever. Right. You didn't preserve your legacy. Right. We did not preserve um, our legacy. What was the acrimonious breakup? Uh, we Were just you, wanted was, to do different. I was the other you were guitar going player. Out with one of them, right? The drummer was my girlfriend for a long time and we had broken up. And the horrible mistake to date the drummer. Um, <laughs> Tony never Tony. do that yeah. never date a drummer <laughs> um, and the other guitar player is like my childhood best friend and we just like we were going in to make a second record we had a busted uh, label deal mm. where we got um, what's that that money called we got all this development money and we made an EP for them and they rejected it oh um, so we went in to make another record and I heard his demos and I was like I hate all of your songs I'm not recording any of your songs. We're only recording my songs. And he was like, go fuck yourself. And that was kind of it. Mm. And he was my best friend. We didn't talk for like almost three years or something like that. Do you talk now? Yeah, we're still, uh, yeah, I'm the godson of his child. We're close friends again now, but the end of it was real ugly. And I just like walked into band practice one day and said, I'm breaking this band up and I'm moving to Los Angeles. So it was like, there was sort of like a two year, two year period where the band seemed like this is what we were going to do. And then it ended like immediately. Right. It sucked, but I like spent a lot of my time afterwards feeling shitty about it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> and this drum, I met this drummer, right? Because she works in television now, right? She does, yeah. Sharon, you met her at C- when she worked at CBS. Yeah, I'm friends with her again now too. So yeah, so Greg and I went, and when we were pitching one of the shows mm-hmm. and pitched to her, um, but I had no idea. All I knew was right. you guys had been in a band together. Really, she's a really good drummer, super good drummer, better than me. 
No, yeah, that's what everyone. She's wants not to know. better than you, but she's <laughs> that really. It was, was not a serious question. But uh, she's a really different drummer than you. She's. I've heard you play drums many times, but she's not. She's sort of like a almost like a Meg White style drummer. Mm. Like she hits incredibly hard and plays like almost viscerally, but technically she's recording with her was challenging. And what's it, what's it, what kind of a style drummer is Tony? Well, I think you're more. I wouldn't say you're a technical drummer, but you're like a. Uh, musically, you have like a musicality and a a knowledge of drums. Keep going. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you could sit in with anyone and play at any time. Oh, that's very nice of you. Um, and I don't know if Sharon could do that. Well, what I was going to say, I'm now taking LA to preschool, and we go to one of these LA preschools where they have this long. They call it separation, where the parents attend with them at the beginning until every. There's like so much hand holding; it's silly. Um, but now they're I'm, two. I mean, yeah, it's time for them to be men. I mean, like, <laughs> I just want to be clear. It's not like you know, oh, you have Californians. They're two years old. They're babies. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm taking my baby to school, but I attend with him for the first two weeks, and then you sort of gradually spend less and less time there until you're just dropping them off. So I've gotten to know the other mothers like fairly well. And uh, two things about that. But one of them, one of the other mothers works in, does something with licensing music to different TV shows. And one of them is Grey's Anatomy. And I so badly wanted to say, oh, did you know? But then I just couldn't because I didn't. Because this episode hadn't happened yet. I didn't know the name. And then I also thought, really, where's this conversation? There's also 7,000 episodes of Grey's Anatomy. I know. And the other thing I was going to say about that is, um, so Renee Colvert, who comes on the show a lot, has talked about the fact that she used to be freelance and used to work from home and uh, was on antidepressants, was kind of bummed sometimes and felt like it was X, Y, Z. And then she got this full-time job and she realized like her mood lifted like right away and she realized she's just very extroverted and the problem was she's not suited to working at home. And I think of myself as an introvert. I like working at home. That being said, being forced to go to this preschool every day for the last many days and hang out with other mothers has been pretty good for me. Like, it's good for my mood. I'm not sure how much of an introvert you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that you you are always happier when you're around other people. So what am I? Like a, rec- a reclusive extrovert? A la- I'm a lazy extrovert. You're like an extrovert with social anxiety or something. Like, you have a... You don't want to do it but then when you do it you are charged yes i don't think those terms are as cut and dry as people say that they right. are right like i think you can love public adoration and be an introvert is that what you think i, I am well that's I don't think that's the essence of who you are but i think you like being respected or admired or whatever right well i mean yes of course but I, that's not why i go to the preschool <laughs> no, like no, what I don't I'm think getting it is. from the preschool is it's is something different than public adoration. But if you went to the preschool and one of the moms was like, "I love your show so much," that'd be a good thing for your day, right? Well, that happened, <laughs> and <laughs> oh, it did. Uh, yes, but she started listening after meeting me. It wasn't uh, like she's like, "Oh, I've been count. a long time listening." It doesn't count. I know. Yeah, yeah that's why I no, didn't. No, it counts. I just wanted to say a mean <laughs> no, it thing. Of course it, it counts. It didn't move the needle because it doesn't count. Maybe it was a power move, though, to be like, you are not going to be talking shit about me if I let you know that I listen. Maybe. Like, mm. Oh, yeah. Hey, I listened. It was really good. <clears throat> so, or eventually watch she's gonna what you say. Make you 
start listening to hers that she hasn't told you about. No. Oh, right. yeah, she has one too. Yeah. She doesn't though. She but doesn't. just today I was saying you should do it because she was saying. Anyway. Are you ever terrified of that, Greg, when you tell someone new that you're a writer that they might turn around and be like, oh, I'm a writer too, and then you might have to read their shit? Well, I, I'm as terrified about it as you are of like it being hot tomorrow. Yeah. It, it's just a thing, but also like... <laughs> what, what does that mean? It just means like people want you to read their stuff. Ugh. But I don't actually... I generally speaking... First of all, anyone who's looking at me as like, oh shit, Greg Heller read my stuff, is a moron. <laughs> and also, generally speaking, I do it because it's really hard to get feedback on stuff. So yeah, that's what's nice. hard is when you have to read something that's really that you don't believe is good. Well, that's the fear right. for me is that it won't be good. But I are, mean, no one's asking me anymore. But um, yeah, that was always the and fear. And most like, writing what if is, I hate it? is bad. Yeah. Aren't you afraid to, of people handing you demos or oh, sending yeah. you? Oh, yeah. Of course. Right. Yeah, most of them are not right. great. So right. it is It is a nice surprise, though, when you hear one, you're like, oh, I don't hate this. Right. That happens. Every now and then you read something, you're like, oh, this person should be staffed somewhere and have a good job. Mm. It happens. Yeah, sometimes. Can you go back to this introvert-extrovert thing? Sure. <laughs> um, thank you. Because, so Daniel, wait, you really don't think... That I am an introvert because, well, like Greg said, I don't think it's, it's yes. clear cut. I think you're a mix of both. I do think that I get drained from being around people a lot and do need to like recede and then recharge, which I had heard was the definition is like where you get your energy from. But I find that my mood is a lot better if I'm pushed to be social. Right. So I don't know what that makes me. What are you, all of you guys? According to Ayala, I'm like a raging extrovert. Oh. Raging. But, uh, yeah. Like, but I don't think of myself that way because most of my life ha- seems to happen in my brain. Mm-hmm. But according by whatever definition in the DSM-5 or whatever, I'm an extrovert. Okay. And when you take that INFP, ENF, whatever that quiz, where do oh, you yeah. come out? I can't remember. I can't remember. I know that in the other one, have you ever taken the religion one? No. Mm-hmm. What's that? Mm-hmm. There's an INFPFJ thing to f- determine what religion you are. Wow. And I'm always a secular humanist. Like I've taken it 15 times. I feel I get, like I came, I feel like I, I took something like that. And I get the same thing over and over. And in the other one, I'm like. But wouldn't you know what you are and not need a test? Well, that's, you would think you would know what you are. But if someone asked me, I would just be like, I know I'm a Jew or I, I think nature is cool. I took one and I'm a Ross. <laughs> Wait I don't for know real. If it was the same test. No. What does that mean? From is friends. that a friends thing? Yeah, this is okay. stupid. Um, <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, so I think, according to her, I'm an extrovert. But I, I have no idea. And Daniel, what do you think you are? Oh, I'm definitely an introvert. I, to to the point where it's a problem mm-hmm. because I could I could easily go days without seeing another human being and be fine. And um, in fact, it sounds great. And. There's a lot of things that I think would be improved in my life or I have ideas of things I could do that would be, you know, maybe using social media. Like, oh, this would be cool if I started doing this. But I just don't – like the um, the benefit of doing it has nothing to do with the um, the extroverted aspect of it. And it's more about like, oh, that would be fun to create that thing. And so there's no motivation. So often I won't do it because it's like I don't really care about sharing myself socially like that, you know? So I, am I making sense? It's just, I think so. There's no like, like Instagram stories. 
I would love to do that because I have things that I think would be fun to talk about or whatever. And I always enjoy the response to it, but there's just no, I don't have that like motivation to, you know, film myself and put myself out there in that way. It just isn't like, eh. Tone zone? Yeah. Uh, somewhere in the middle. Definitely introverted a lot, but, uh, but then, you know, I love performing right. and stuff like that. So. And I, yeah, like making things and yeah, kind of what you were like getting, getting feedback and like people with, they tell you the things you enjoy, but I, I like those things controlled. Like mm-hmm. I, I, yes. I like to be on stage when I'm supposed to be on stage. I don't like a, a sudden, like, you know, if you're somewhere and then suddenly the whole room, all attention is on you and it very unexpectedly. And mm-hmm. then you have to like do this thing. Have Not a big ever, fan of that. Have you ever been on the receiving end of a surprise party? No, Daniel and I were talking about that last week, <laughs> though. Right. Uh, I have not. Yeah. I, have I feel not. like that would be kind of terrifying. Yeah. That's what, that's what, that's what you were saying. Yeah, right? that's you what I was it. saying. My, it was like yeah, someone... Yeah, we threw one for him for his 40th birthday. It was small, and it, it was meant to be a kind gesture. It was very... It was... I appreciated it. Like, I... You're like, it was miserable, but I appreciated it. But what was miserable about it was had nothing to do with the... Um, what was miserable about it was that there was a, a fracture in my... A psyche, <laughs> but not. But it that sounds great. Um, I'm gonna get real for a second because this is a hard thing to describe. For me, it was like the idea that someone would do this. That that I had friends that would do this. I lived in a world where that isn't the case. Like I lived in a world where people wouldn't do this, and my friends wouldn't get. Not that I have any any kind of negative thoughts you about mean, my friends. You mean deceive you? Well, no, mean? no, no, like throw a surprise party for me. That right. just Celebrate feels like such a big gesture. Manner. And so the fact that they did it, it was like I had to recalibrate my reality because I did not live in a world where this was. So it was like a good thing because suddenly then I was, you know, it was like a better world to live in. My friends <laughs> like and that sounds super cynical, but it what it really didn't feel like that. I don't know. Um, so that's why it was it was. Negative, sort of. It was good negative. It was like a good kind of, it was like, I needed that to happen. It was like a tough, it was like tough love in the form of a birthday Well, it did. Party. It made me feel like, oh, it's possible that like people really are my friends or something, or they really care. Greg, know? have you had a surprise party? Yeah, I've had one. How was it for you? Uh, It was fine. It was weird. I saw my cousin on the stairs when I was walking up to where the surprise party was, and I was like, whoa, Lisa's at this restaurant. That's what I mainly remember about it. And then it took me a minute and um, I felt an overwhelming amount of love, actually, that so many people had showed up for it. The surprise element of it, I didn't care about. I just kept arguing with Ayala on the way to the restaurant and being like, I don't like that restaurant. I don't want to go to that restaurant. I don't like that restaurant. It's a, there's like three of them in LA. It's a chain. I'm not going there. And she was like, no. Was I think it Wendy's? It was uh, Border Grill. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, I was being a fucking snob and I didn't want to eat a border grill. I didn't want the two hot tamales to make me an empanada or whatever. <laughs> and then it turned out like 40 of my family members were there. Um, so I didn't have like that any reaction in that sense. I was more just like, oh shit, I, I, I got fooled. Yeah. But it wasn't, it was nice. I had a, it was a, it's a good memory for me. I think that we, have we, I forget, I don't think we've ever talked about this on the show. We Although may, we if we have, have, yeah, then we'll for sure be finding out from listeners. But, I think that we, that, that reaction that you see on television of like, oh my God, ah, 
I realized that's really a televised reaction. I don't know if you had that reaction, Greg, because Daniel just had a, like, a look of being stunned for, I would say, 90% of the evening. Right. <laughs> my, my friend Alex was, was videotaping it, like expecting that reaction. And my reaction was just like, uh. <laughs> and, but it was good. I have to, I want to underline, like, it was, it was probably one of the best things that anyone ever did for me. And I just, it's a good memory, but I didn't give, anyone the reaction that they want you know you want the person to go oh my mm-hmm. god oh. You, how you guys got me yeah there was I, I like i probably needed to just be like time out i'm gonna go sit by myself for 15 minutes and in, in process re, re, yeah process and then i'll be back and i'll be fresh yeah but i didn't do that oh speaking of fresh look at this you guys i'm holding up a water bottle it says Circle on it. It's one of my new sponsors. I'm very excited. Greg, you know how I feel about water that's water flavored, don't you? And we probably can't use the word that I've used to describe the, 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 uh, the epithet I've said about it in the past. But you know that I'm not a big fan of actual. I do know this. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's why Circle is like the perfect sponsor for me and for anyone who feels like they should be drinking more water, but doesn't particularly enjoy the lack of flavor with water. Uh, so Circle makes drinking water convenient, fun, and delicious. It's a convenient water bottle and flavored cartridge system. The bottle has a flavor dial that allows you to customize the amount of flavor you get. So I'm currently enjoying white cherry, uh, but I also have some fruit punch flavored cartridges. I have strawberry watermelon. I have peach. I think it's peach mango. There's a bunch. I just received it. So I haven't had a chance to sample all of them. But uh, I first I tried five on the dial and now I'm down to three because sometimes I just want a hint of flavor. Sometimes I want to just drown myself in flavor. It's so good. Uh, it's uh, all natural flavors, including fruit blends and iced coffee varieties. There's plenty for you to fall in love with. Um, and then also there's no dyes in there. So because that's I, I, if I'm, I like a clear, a clear but flavored beverage. That's my thing. One circle flavor cartridge can give you more than six water bottles of your favorite drink. And circles custom flavor cartridges are sugar free and zero calories. They contain all natural flavoring and no artificial colors. And also my water bottle, well, I've, I, I have two Two of them. This one is steel colored, and then also a clear one. But there's there's a whole array of color options, so you can match it to all your outfits. Right now, you can get your own circle bottle plus two flavor cartridges for just five dollars by going to drinkcircle.com/bestfriend and using code bestfriend. Now, circle is not spelled how you would expect it to be. So how is it spelled? Well, I'm glad you asked. That's drink circle c i r k u l. C-I-R-K-U-L dot com slash best friend code best friend to get your circle bottle and two drink cartridges for just $5. Again, that's drinkcircle.com slash best friend code best friend. Okay. Um, also, I want to tell you guys about better help. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is pre- preventing you from achieving your goals? Greg? If so, BetterHelp Online... Do you really want me to answer that in the middle of an ad? <laughs> Probably Because not. I will. It'll take 45 minutes. But <laughs> I know. That's okay. why I'm, I'm gearing this to you. Okay. BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, Tony, relationships, sleeping, <laughs> Daniel, Rough. trauma, anger, family <laughs> conflicts, Allison, LGBT matters, grief, Allison, self-esteem, Allison, and more. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. Anything you share is confidential and it's so convenient. 
Get help at your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. If you're not happy with your therapist, you can request a new one at any time with no additional charge. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And for Allison Rosen listeners, you get 10% off your first month with the discount code BESTFRIEND. That's all one word best friend one word. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash best friend. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. Again, go to betterhelp.com slash best friend. Okay. So this weekend was my parents' anniversary. Daniel and I went down to Orange County. How long have they been married? Uh, 47 years. Fuck. Mm, yeah. That's crazy. I know. It's and longer, they were never divorced? Never divorced. That's Wait, crazy. not from each other. My This is my dad's second marriage. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wait, who's your dad's first wife? Uh, her name is Barbara. Do you know her? I met her at my brother's wedding. They never had kids? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I met her at my brother's wedding. I should have explained. Oh, yeah. Um, Are you so a half-brother? I have, I have two yes. older brothers from my dad's first marriage, and they're twins. Really? Yes. Fuck, I didn't know that. And they both play music. And my uh and so one of them lives in Colorado and plays all the time. And then the other one lives in Northern California and plays recreationally. But it's not like but my but Josh so my brother Josh Rosen, who is not the the is a quarterback for UCLA. I got a lot of people saying, right. "Are you related to this sports person?" And I and I think not no, that Josh Rosen. But I am people, related because to your Josh last name Rosen. is Rosen. People ask you if you're related to someone named yeah, Rosen, which is weird because there's a lot of Rosens out there. And there's a Jewish guy on the USC football team, UCLA quarterback. Yeah, he's a Jewish. Yeah, he's a Jewish. <laughs> well, that's crazy. <laughs> I know. Um, but wow. so anyway, yeah. So Josh is a professional musician in Colorado. What does that mean? He music is is what he does. But like, do you know what it is? Is it is it reggae? No, <laughs> but is it is it some reggae ish? It's really not reggae. Have you heard of? It's really not reggae. Puerto Rican. No, but it is highly, highly inspired by Grateful Dead. So they're a jam band. Yes. Okay. They're jam band. But here's a fun fact. He was so there was a okay so before Fish. You know what's? Yeah, I know what fish is. Not the fish, you guys. I I bury the lead. We're gonna do a quiz about fish in a little while, but not not the the band. band. Not the band, please. But the band Fish. Before they were Fish, they were a band called the Dangerous Grapes, and my brother was uh, the singer of that band because he went to UVM, and then he left, and then Fish formed. Okay. Then that turned out to be the magic. It turned out that, yeah. <laughs> How much older is your brother? They're, uh, both of them are 11 years older than I am. Okay. So yeah. I, say, I feel like Fish has been around a long time. Right. Yeah. yeah. This is when he was in college. Um, They're like, you're not noodly enough on your. <laughs> <laughs> no, but instrument. he was. He's so noodly. He's noodly. Yeah. He's super noodly. Hmm. He's a guitar player? Yes. Um, okay. So then your dad so anyway, is like, something happens. Yeah. Okay, yeah so anyway, at his wedding. I met my dad's first wife, who and? I'd heard about. She, she was like, it was interesting because she was, I mean, to be honest, I don't give her a lot of thought. Like I, she's not a part of my life. Um, and I did not, I, like I never have spent a lot of time giving her a lot of thought. I guess there's like some curiosity about it. Like I remember I, I was looking through a book and I found a book plate in the, remember when people used to do book plates? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what that is. Yeah, what's it's a book plate? A, it's a label. It's like a sticker that goes label. on the inside that says this book belongs to. Yeah, a, you'll uh, see them in libraries yeah. a lot. Okay. They're yeah. like okay. donated by okay. the whoever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and so I remember it. It was like 
this book belongs to like John and Barbara. And I was like, oh, an artifact of the pre shell era. Um, but anyway, so I remember she sat at the table with us and, and she said to him, how's your sister doing? And it was this weird, like, oh yeah, like she definitely knows his family. Like they had a, it was interesting to be reminded of like, there's a whole life before that he, who cause. left who? Um, she left him. She left him. Yeah. Fucking stupid. That was stupid. Well, it worked out for me because I guess it it was good for you. (laughs) Yeah, but he's a catch, right? My dad. Yeah. Well, you're supposed to say yes immediately. Not right now. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to say yes immediately. Okay, all right. (laughs) I was setting you up to say yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Do it again. Let's try it again. But your dad, he's a catch. Yes, of course. Yes. (laughs) What what madness got into that woman? (laughs) Anyway, what? Why did so I start talking about something? any of this? Their parents' anniversary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went down to Orange County to go out to dinner with them. And we went to the house first. And then we were driving to the restaurant. And as we backed out of the garage, we felt something. Ran under the over tire. something. We felt. Well, Daniel's like, what was that? And I thought. It was her. It was the ex. <laughs> <laughs> like, Toco. Oh, my God. That would be the best end of this story ever. Yeah. No. Uh, no, I thought it was just the like uneven concrete or something. So we just kept backing out. And then my parents walked out and they looked on the ground and they, we weren't they had back this, far enough to see what we had run over. Right. I feel like I'm just going to say what it is because it, it's going to be very anticlimactic. Very. We ran over our diaper bag. <laughs> really? Yes. That's what that story is? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I should have started with what it was. And then. <laughs> I was wondering why there was this buildup. <laughs> so, oh boy, is she going to change the story? Uh, Tony has just been like out on the East Coast playing for like rabid fans yeah, but, night after night. And he comes home and he just gets the like, you will never believe what happened. Yeah, but you would, there was baby food splattered all over the inside of the bag. So. I know hundreds of people are lining up to see you, but check this out. We accidentally backed over a diaper bag. Fuck you, Tony. Your life is a snooze job. Yeah, what'd you do? Play a rock show? <laughs> Yeah, but my glasses were in there and I didn't, they didn't crack. I think because I didn't run, we didn't specifically run over them. Right. I mean, we were like that. God. <laughs> it felt moment. Do you need an editor? You want another really, you want another really. Someone to. Run this by before the show. <laughs> I'm thinking of telling the story of running over a bag. Do you want another really sad thing? Mm. Shortly after it happened, I'm like, definitely talking about this on the show. <laughs> hey, b- bad news is we ran over the diaper bag. Good news. Content. Content for the show. <laughs> I should have led with the diaper bag, and then everyone's curiosity would have been piqued. How, how might you have run over it? And then I could explain. But so anyway. <laughs> that big reveal of a driveway. <laughs> I just would have led with like, okay, I just want to start with smash diaper bag and we're going to work backwards from there. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. my parents walked You're out. probably wondering how we got here. <laughs> it's like a weird mystery podcast where yeah. it's like, they found the diaper bag smashed. <laughs> we'll be working backwards from there. Sweet potatoes were everywhere. It was like a crime scene. So your parents walk out. And, and re- they have this ashen, horrified look on their face. And they like put their hands up. They're like looking down and they put their hands up like, don't keep driving. I'm like, Daniel, stop. And in that moment, because that's when I realized, okay, we definitely did drive over something. But what was going through my mind is like, did I forget that I like did. Did we have a live animal with us that just got it? it 
it doesn't make any sense, but it definitely felt like we just ran over an animal or something. Didn't you feel like their faces were exceptionally well, horrified for the fact that it was just a tote bag that was smushed? Yeah. I don't I didn't have the same thought though. <laughs> you said you did. I didn't I didn't you think said it was an you animal. wondered what we had just killed. There, you said you literally said there's when we turn off when we turn the I'm mics gonna on, stand in the corner and give you the flashlight on this story right now. <laughs> Let me just stand over there. I'm just gonna give you the light. I don't remember maybe I did. I don't remember uh, that being true. You literally said <laughs> uh, And that's my time. You literally said mm. when you saw their face, you thought we definitely ran over an animal. I thought their face was matched the the reaction if we had run over an animal, but I didn't think we had run over an animal. Tony, do you want to go inside and watch Gandhi or Reds or something? I think the director's cut of Once Upon a Time in America. Or just, I was just more aware of the event than you were, and it felt like we ran over like a pipe or something. And that was one of the bottles. And it was one, it turned out to be one of the bottles. All right. Well, look. This I just want good. you to know, listen. I just want you to know if you ha- have also run over a diaper bag, I'm here for you. <laughs> it just it seemed it seemed funny at the time. Actually, it didn't seem funny. It seemed disastrous at the time. And you then, were pretty distraught. I, I was I think because I think that the, the um, sweet potatoes got all over all my shit, all right. and it broke the diaper bag. I, I think if we're gonna make this story have a point, uh, it's that it was the first time that you experienced. That uh, doing something because you're distracted by putting a kid in a car, um, you know, that sort of, oh, no, I left the thing on the, the roof. The baby and on drove. the roof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think just the notion that something as big as that could have been something you forgot about. Well. Just, that yes. that was a little bit disturbing to you. It w- but also I was mad at you. What was disturbing was I was angry at you, but I knew that it wasn't your fault. It definitely was not my fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be very clear how much it wasn't. My it fault. wasn't your fault. Wait, you okay. were angry at him. Okay. Why? All right. So because in her mind, this is how it went down. Okay. She she put the bag behind the car, and then I was supposed to come around the car to get the bag. The problem is she didn't tell me that that's what she was doing. But still, I'm responsible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course. You must yeah. feel like a fool, Dana. <laughs> I, I let her down. Pretty much. Well, well, you knew that we had two overstuffed tote bags with us, did you not? So that you had that and were taken care to, of. Okay, this is this, <clears throat> look. This is going nowhere. What he said. No, no, no. It's not. It's not. <laughs> what he said. That's that's why I was mad. I mean, there's a few more elements to it, but anyway, let's move on. No, no, no. I have some questions. Okay. I don't. I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> let's keep going. My understanding is. We have a fish quiz. Yeah, well, so for some backstory on the fish quiz, you guys. <laughs> yes, like, please. I live on the other side of town, which, as you know, this is a large town. This is not going to be a fl- this Once again, this is not going to be a flattering story for all Allison. Well, I'm just pointing out that like maybe 10 minutes before I had to leave, Allison is like, hey, would you mind writing a quiz? And the quiz is, is this a spice or a fish? <laughs> Yeah, I'll not, show some tests if you'd like to see some That's not quite accurate. And so, um, well, first <laughs> she calls me and accurate. says, I've written it's... a quiz about spices, but I think you can ace it, which is possibly yeah. true. And then she starts suggesting some other quizzes. For example, <clears throat> fish, spice, or pasta. <laughs> you... 
feel like there's something there. <laughs> feel like there's something there. Uh, did I there. really say feel like there's something there? Um, yeah, you did. Fish spice or pasta. This is also classic Allison because I said I might not have time to do this. And I, Allison's next text is... <clears throat> Okay, well, either way is fine. Yeah, but that's Five the- seconds later, fish spice or pasta? <laughs> I feel like there's something there. Because Alice had like, once the idea just started, is in her head, she's like, you know, he doesn't have time. It's okay. But I really want to do it. Maybe, maybe it's fish spice or pasta. Just can't let it go. So I wrote a fish quiz. <laughs> I don't. Is that not true? <laughs> well, but. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, probably, but th- well, then again, though, it depends. It's not, not true. It's not a hundred percent. Let me to explain. I thought it'd be fun to do a quiz on this show. Right. Actually, let me back up even a step further. Greg Fitzsimmons and I have a leftover quiz that we did not do on our live childish. And I was like, it'd be fun for me to just do that quiz on this show. What's it about? Uh, I don't want to say because I'm saving it for that show. Oh, I literally thought you had a quiz about leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is something That's I thought like there's idea. something there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was, <laughs> so I was going to text him and ask if he minds if I use that quiz on this show. Yeah, I can't imagine how pissed you would be if you did it without texting him. It's a quiz. Is he really going to care? Either he 100% won't, which is probably the case. Probably, If I were to say to him, hey, can I do X, Y, or Z quiz? He might be like, what is that? Because he has that. Because he has... I love him. He's so smart. He also weirdly has like very little short-term memory in a funny way. So I have found that like he and I will make a decision. And then afterwards, he'll be like, who okayed that? And I'm like, that was your idea. <laughs> So that happens a lot, but it's funny. But so anyway, there's a, even though this was, I we, really want to hear this quiz. So anyway, uh, <laughs> it's like a, it's, it's a quiz. Honestly, it's not even, it's not that original. Um, is it, so it's, is it more original than fish spice or pasta? That's pretty well, original. Look, everyone's done fish spice or it's pasta. It's so true. This is just my, this is my take on Such fish a trope. spice or pasta. <laughs> so anyway, I was going to text him and then I thought he'll probably say, okay. But then I thought, I, I feel, I thought, you know, I should be able to come up with – I shouldn't have to steal this quiz from the other show. Daniel, are you upset with me no. or this show? No, I'm listening. <laughs> I, there's like a siren. Oh, okay. Yes, I heard that too. And I thought it might be one of our children screaming. I don't think we would hear that. I know. Okay. So then I thought, you know what? Greg is super into cooking. Maybe I can come up with like a fun quiz about spices. Is this a spice or is this something else? But then I thought, well, Greg's going to have a real unfair advantage, though, because I think he knows all the spices. So then I thought, (laughs) I just really want to take you guys through every thought I had. And I thought it'd be better if since I feel like Daniel, Tony and I might have the same level of spice knowledge would be better if Greg could give us the spice quiz. And then we were talking about that. And then he said he's not sure if he's going to have enough time. We, then we were joking about fish or spice. He's not sure if he's going to have enough time. Mm-hmm. Be, and enough time. She, she's not getting oh, it. You're not getting it. Jesus spice. Christ, Allison. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then he said he doesn't know if he has enough time because Ayala just ordered pasta. 
So hence, I now, the, the peak behind this creative process. Is like, <laughs> wow, I almost feel like I don't want to know how the sausage content. is made. Just get to the quiz. Jesus. So then I said, okay, either way, it's fine. I'm Allison Rosen, and this is my masterclass. Fish spice or pasta? It really, it wasn't. This is what. Look, I'm just defending myself. This is. Me saying fish spice pasta was not me circling back trying to get him to do it. It was sort of a jokey reference to her having wanted pasta. Got it. All right, let's get on with there the There definitely quiz. was something there. <laughs> that was um, sage advice. Ooh. Damn. Did you get that one? Yeah, that okay. one I did, yeah. Right. And I'm trying to think of any other um, spice pun, but I don't have any. Mm. Yeah, parsley, allspice, <laughs> Okay, all right. <laughs> Rosemary. Seeds, cardamom. I can't. I don't. I don't have any fenugreek. It doesn't really play well in the word vanilla. Very vanilla idea. Yeah, I guess it really is. Yeah, start the thing. Um. Okay, Okay. I'm going to give you guys pens. Is this multiple choice, or is it a fish essay quiz? Sumac. (laughs) I feel like I'm also going to need to give you guys. Don't get caraway with this quiz. Oh, that's good. Mustard seed, chicory. All right. I mean, it's really just multiple choice, and it's a horrible quiz that I wrote in probably three minutes. Okay. Before you give it to us, though, I need to talk a little bit about Stitch Fix Kids. Do you know Stitch Fix? I feel like everyone knows Stitch Fix. They're awesome. They're an online personal styling service, uh, and you don't even need a subscription. Uh, you can either have automatic deliveries or just when you need items and they send you fill out a quiz and then they send you a box of items tailored to your style and then you keep what you want. You send back what you don't want. You can even do exchanges. You don't pay for shipping. Uh, it's amazing. And so now they're offering items for kids, which is great. I love this especially because I've just started doing online shopping with Elliot where he sits on my lap and he tells me what he wants. So this is perfect for that. Stitch Fix Kids is an online personal styling service for your kids that delivers children's clothes, shoes, and accessories directly to your door. Stitch Fix has every style you want from sporty to preppy to boho to help boys and girls everywhere find their style. After completing the style profile quiz, your expert personal stylist will send you a hand-picked box of items based on your style and preferences. With Stitch Fix, everyone can look their best. They have solutions for women and men as well as kids available all over the U.S. and now the U.K. With no subscription required, pick between automatic shipments or only getting new pieces on demand. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free free. Discover new styles and find unique pieces with Stitch Fix. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash kids slash BFF. Yeah, that's two slashes. Try Stitch Fix and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. And as a bonus, Stitch Fix will waive the $20 styling fee when you use this show's special URL. That's stitchfix.com slash kids slash BFF. Again, stitchfix.com slash kids slash BFF. I would also like to tell you about the Embark Dog DNA test kit. Greg, I got Wendy's DNA tested. She's Was she a dog? She's a dog. <laughs> okay, yeah. Cool. Uh, she's a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, which we knew, and like every other dog in her lineage is Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, which is what I suspected. But what was great about it was I found out, I found out a lot of other stuff, um, like they screen for certain diseases by looking at the DNA, and she was clear for all of those, which was wonderful. Also, they were able to tell, with, I didn't even tell them what kind of dog she was, um, but they knew that. They knew what color she was. They they knew they had guesses about her. Wait, 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 but it's a genetic test. So if they didn't know what dog it was, that's like the first thing they would know. Right. Yeah, I know. But I was still impressed. You were impressed. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
I don't want to suggest I'm easily impressed. I was more impressed that they knew what color her nose was. What color her nose was? What's well, black, but sometimes there's a variation of nose colors. They knew they, but they knew she's Blenheim. Of course, yeah. Uh, and they said what weight she's supposed to be, and they said that she's 43 in human years, which she she carries herself like that. Uh, and uh, and then also they connected. So we're now connected, if we want to be, to a lot of her relatives. And you make a little bio for your dog. And I just wrote fat for her. And I feel like I should change it. But for right now, it just says Wendy, fat. And she is. Uh, the Embark Dog DNA Test Kit is the most comprehensive kit on the market, uh, looking at over 250 breeds and 170 genetic health conditions to help you best care for your pup. Also, I found out she's 0.6% wolfiness. Pretty low on the wolfiness factor. Embark is the only research-grade dog DNA test kit on the market. Oh, Embark. Yeah. Get it? E-M-B-A-R-K. And Bark analyzes a hundred times more. This is really what I should have led with. I'd like to apologize to everyone. This is, focus on this. And Bark analyzes 100 times more genetic information than any other product on the market. This means that their scientists look at 200,000 genetic markers and can make scientific discoveries that help all dogs have longer, healthier lives. Um Right now, for my listeners, Embark has an exclusive summer offer you can't get anywhere else. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code BESTFRIEND to save 15% off your dog DNA test kit. Discover your dog more than fur deep. Visit EmbarkVet.com and use promo code BESTFRIEND to save. Again, that's EmbarkVet.com. Use promo code BESTFRIEND to save. Okay, it's time for the fish Quiz. Daniel has written on his paper, Fisher Spice. <clears throat> he oh, no, still thinks we're playing spice, Fisher Spice. Spice or fish? Or pasta. Yeah, but we're not See, doing that. Th- it resonates. Okay, get ready for the world's most anticlimactic quiz. I'm sorry, how many questions are there, though? Thank you. Thank you, Tony. I don't know. Oh, good. <laughs> Several. <laughs> Whoa, all right. This email like got cut in half. Okay, ready? These are all based on fish things that <clears throat> fishermen say. I'm very verklempt. I'm going to have some water. Do it. Oh, I'm so stitch-fixed right now. okay okay you guys here we go number one oh i was waiting for a cue thank you here we go i'd already given it to you thank you common parlance for a large fish that has been caught among fishermen is a hog b cheese boy c tub tub Are we doing the reveals after each question? Yes, that's how we do it. Can I hear those again? Common parlance for a large fish that has been caught is A, hog, B, cheese boy, C, tub tub. So you pull this fish over the rail, and the captain would say, that's A, this. Mighty big cheese boy. (laughs) Do you like the Jeopardy theme song? Too long for these? Okay. Okay. Ready? Allison, what do you think it is? I think it's A, hog. Tony? I also went A-Hog. Well, I think it's probably A-Hog, but I went with Cheese Boy because I know there's lots of goofy lingo in this world. It's a hog. Oh, all right. They get harder and also not better. (laughs) Great. Yeah, just written at the kitchen table like three minutes before hopping in the car. Okay. Yeah, we get that you wrote it under duress. Thank you, Allison. (laughs) Next question. Now, specific to a giant halibut... 
The term for a huge catch is flat top, king biscuit, or barn door. Flat top, king biscuit, barn door. All right, I have my answer. Okay, ready. Okay. Allison. I'm going with C, barn door. Tony. King biscuit, flat top. Ooh. Oh. The answer is barn door. <gasps> I'm winning. A giant halibut is known as a barn door. Is this interesting? Now, why? What? Why? Halibut, have you ever seen what they look like? No. Do you know what they look like, Tony? Uh, I don't think so. They they're, look like a barn door? They're yep. giant, flat. They almost, they're just, uh, and halibut get huge. They get like 500 pounds, and they're flat. Halibut are born with their eyes on both sides of their head, and when they get older and they flatten out, one of their eyes migrates to the other side Ew. of their head, and they flat, they flatten out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you catch weird. a giant halibut, it looks like a huge door. Oh, that's so nasty. And, oh, my fuck. And also, they don't, <laughs> they don't fight, so it's like just pulling dead weight into the boat. All right, you guys. Let's oh, that's going. giving me the fucking heebie-jeebies. What's the kind of fish that fights? Tuna fight, yellowtail fight, mm. tuna fight. Tuna are a great fight. Lots of fish fight. Even like small bass fight. Okay. Uh, next question. <clears throat> Divers and fishermen call lobsters by what name? Beets, bugs, or crackers? Beets, bugs, okay. okay I have my answer. As do I. Okay. Allison, what is your answer? B, bugs. Tony? Bugs. Yeah, bugs. The answer is bugs? I thought these were going to be a tiny bit harder. Did you already know that, or were you just guessing? I just guessed, because they're like They insects. seem like bugs. Okay, all right, cool. Well, listen, well, I wrote it three minutes before, I guess. Okay, next question. Fishermen call seals by what name? Does anyone already know the answer to this? No. no. A, rats. B, capons. C, dogs. Fishermen call seals by what name? I have my answer. Okay. Capons. Dogs. Me too. Okay. Allison. C, dogs. Tony. Dogs. Dogs. The answer is dogs. All right. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Next question. Now here are some hard ones. <clears throat> All right. Owing to their shape and skin texture, barracuda are known as. <clears throat> I'm very um mucusy mucusy in here. Yeah. Owing to their shape and skin texture, barracuda are known as a grit dogs, b slime sticks, c mush burgers. <laughs> What's the first one? <clears throat> grit dogs, slime sticks, or mush burgers. Going to their shape and skin texture, barracuda are known as grit dogs. I'm, I'm ready. Okay. Me too. Let's do it. Allison. I'm saying A, grit dogs, but I don't really understand what it means. Tony? Slime sticks. Danny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going with slice sticks, too. <clears throat> barracuda are known as slime sticks. That is correct. Hey Tony, can you make a drop of yourself going, slime sticks? <laughs> I don't think that's what it sounded like. Allison, at this point, I'd like to pause the quiz, and is this all that you had hoped it would be? It's better. It is honestly better, my friend. Well, that's weird. Okay, next question. Sorry. Yeah. Wait. Thank I you. just have to share the um, scores. I have four. Tony has four. four. Daniel has three. So we're <clears throat> all knotted up. What is really cool about lingcod? A, they are born female but turn male at six months. B, 
One in every 50 lingcod is completely neon green, including their meat and internal organs. Or C, they are the only fish with external genitals. What is really cool about lingcod? They are born female but turn male at six months. One in every 50 is completely neon green, including their organs and internal and meat. Or they are the only fish with external genitals. Okay. Okay, ready. Yep. I'm saying B, green. Tony? Genitals. Genitals. The answer is that one in 50 lingcod are completely neon green, including their meat and internal organs. That's right, you guys. You fell for the fish dick. Very cool, by the way, when you pull one of these over the rail, the entire fish is glowing green. And when you fillet them, the meat is neon green. And what color are they? Other what are the other forty nine? Fish colored, but gray. It, it doesn't affect the flavor or anything. When you, as soon as it hits the frying pan, it turns white. Oh, weird! Isn't that weird? That's the weird. first time I ever caught one and we filleted, I was like, "We are not eating that." And my buddy was like, "Watch this!" And he threw it in a frying pan and it turns white. It's incredibly delicious fish. I've never even heard of like. Is it a cod? Uh, fish are all named weird. Like they'll call it a cod, but it's not a cod. Mm. I think a lingcod is technically a rockfish. Got it. All right, last question. And what has been an educational and it's been a journey semi-amusing quiz. Which of the following is not a species of Southern California fish? A. Oh, this one has four answers. Oh. A. Rubber lip. B. Sarcastic fringe head. C. Howie hawk. D. Chucklehead. Which one is not? Which one of those is not an actual fish? Can I hear those one more time, yes, please? Rubber lip, sarcastic fringe head, Howie Hawk, and Chucklehead. Okay. Okay. Yes. Allison. B, sarcastic. Fringe head? Yes. Tony? Sarcastic fringe head. Yeah. That's an actual fish. What? Yeah, that is a fish in Southern California. And they're called sarcastic fringe heads because fishermen are so dumb <laughs> that they didn't really understand what sarcastic meant. But they're really small and they're super aggressive. Mm. So whenever people would catch one, they thought they were catching like a 30-pound fish, but the fish are like six inches long. And how sarcastic of them. If you go on <laughs> YouTube and watch videos of sarcastic fringe head fighting, like your mind will blow. I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> no, Tony, their mouth opens in all four directions. What? Like an origami thing. Like uh, the thing on Stranger Things. Yes. Like a, a cootie catcher on? on Stranger Things. The, the Gorgon? Uh, the Demi Gorgon. Uh, yes. Demi Gorgon. Their mouth opens like that. And when they fight, they attach their mouths to each other. And also, they live in like abandoned shells and bottles. The fucking ocean is a horror movie. Yeah, it I, is a horror I agree show. 100%. That is a question I have I, uh, asked people sometimes. Is, yeah. What do you think is more terrifying if you were stranded? Like you'd you'd be in like a space suit or something, but you're yeah. stranded in outer space or you're stranded in the ocean. Oh my god! You know, yeah, the ocean just terrifies. Supposedly, me. that me thing can bite your finger in half. And you're talking like, about a sarcastic fringe a fish, sarcastic fringe head, and it's yeah. like, but it's not. It's just like aha, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it really should not be called that. Anyway, there's no such fish as a howie hawk. The rest mm. of them are all real. Well, and that's really the end of the fish us. quiz. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I bet there is a Howie Hawk. There, there is not that I'm aware of in Southern California. Allison, okay. who won the fish quiz? Oh, that would be me. All right, that'd be me. Oh, nice work. Uh, but you know, you guys put up good game, good game, fellas. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope that was educational for everyone. I, you know I what? There's a couple things I'm looking up after this show. I'm looking up sarcastic fringe. This is nightmare fuel. Look up <laughs> uh, link link cods that are blue and green. They're link. How do you spell that? Link L I N G cod L I N G C O D. A link cod. What was the fish you were telling me about earlier? Sheep's head. Sheep's head. They're really weird. They're all of them are born female. Every single one of them. And then when they're like a year old, they all turn into men. And they com- become a completely Man. different fish. <laughs> <laughs> I guess no fish is... Re- you never really catch one and you're like, no, that's a man. <laughs> yeah, sheep's head are really weird and they sleep in a cocoon made of mucus. Oh, like what? they go into a cave what? at night and, and they, they just like... go in the ocean. they just like snot. And, and then they like wrap themselves in their own boogers and go to bed. So that makes it sound sweet if they're going to bed like nighty night <laughs> when that I'm man just, goes to bed but <laughs> i just became a man and i'm gonna go to bed tucked into mucus they're really weird and they have no scales and they eat shellfish so when you eat them they taste like lobster where do they live i mean aside from the mucus they don't well they live like all over the coast of california I mean, are they big or little? Little? They get real up. big. They get hogs. You can get a hog. You get a hog sheep's <laughs> head. They get real big. And they are really hard to cook because they turn to mush when you fry them. They sound disgusting. When, really you cool go, when you go fishing out in the ocean, are you, giving, are you putting out bait or lures that you know a particular kind of fish yes. is going to like? So you're yeah. looking for a particular kind of fish. Yeah. It's, called, it's called target species. Yes. Yeah. Well, it depends on what you like. There's some things that you know three or four different fish are going to eat, but then there's uh-huh. some bait that you're like, we're just trying to catch yellowtail. We're just trying to catch sea bass. Interesting. Yeah. It's very, and then sometimes like for a week, yellowtail will only eat red crab. And then the next week they'll only eat squid. And then they'll only eat sardines. Is that because they've had so much red crab they're like over it? I actually really don't know the answer to that, but it's like you'll hear other fishermen being like, you have to switch off red crab. They're only eating squid. It's wow. like they're doing the fish version of uh, supersize me. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. They're just binging on one thing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You do a lot of fishing, I assume? I do a decent amount of fishing. What is a decent amount? How many? How, how often are you going fishing? I fish fishing? probably two times a month. I go deep sea okay. fishing. And then maybe like two other times a month I go shore fishing. As I've gotten older, I still surf a lot, but sometimes surf trips become fishing trips because the surf sucks and we've just gotten older and fishing is a little easier. But I fish a lot. See, I feel like if you are a true raging extrovert, you wouldn't you wouldn't uh, unplug and and become one with the sea. Yeah, like I could I could definitely unplug for a month. That, I don't know. If, does that have anything to do with it? I don't give a shit about looking at my phone all the time. I don't know if that makes you an extrovert. No, I don't know. I don't know, but I recently heard some statistic, which is like only two in 10 people in this world are on Twitter or something like that, or maybe it's three in 10 or four in 10, but whatever. It's it's not the the majority of people in this world are not on Twitter. But three in 10 people in the world, that's a lot of people. I know. All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you swing back with us after you've... Study again. (laughs) There's only four billion people on Twitter. Did you know that? Well, because like if you if you go, all right. uh, Doesn't it seem like everyone's on Twitter? Like if if you're saying like five percent of people in the world, let's say, are on Twitter, whatever the the number is, ten percent, whatever. But like, how is that distributed? How many how many people? You know, is it like is it 
the same everywhere or is it 90% in the United right, States right. and then just like there's a lot of right. countries where what they don't percentage of Niger is just logging on to Twitter every day how many well, people are there I, d- I don't know and I'm afraid to say what I think it is because it might be really really I, wrong I think it's 8 billion you're very close 7. Th- uh, sorry 7.53 billion 7. I was gonna I should have just said what I thought it was oh, I was gonna what? say 7 when billion. I was 13 years old it was only 3 point something billion no way yep can because you, I remember, because uh, I went to China and they had almost a billion people, and it was a quarter. I remember it because it was yeah, a quarter of the world's that, population. A quarter of the world's population lives in China. Can you? Yeah. Do you think you could name the five most populous countries in the world, or the like? The five? I mean, I could probably get a couple. I bet of I them. could get the ten most popular populous countries in the world. Well, let's yeah. do it. Uh, but I'm, I guess we could I, Google it. We could use one of these machines that has all the information on mm-hmm. it. I mean, top two's got to be China and India. Wait, um, hang on. Let us, Tony. Let us know when I'm, you pulled I'm it ready. up. Okay. Do you have see. the top ten? I can get him. Yes, I have the top ten. Let's hear uh, it. Wait, I'm just I doing it? Yeah. Okay. And then when you get one wrong, it passes to Daniel. Okay. It is China. Do wait. Are we getting it in in order? No way. That's no. impossible. Yeah. So just you have to name countries that are in the top ten. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is China. Mm-hmm. India. Mm-hmm. Russia, mm-hmm. Brazil, mm-hmm. Indonesia, mm-hmm. <sighs> Japan. Mm-hmm. The Philippines. No. Oh. Mm. The Philippines. It now passes to Daniel. Uh, Mexico. Yes. No. No. Wow. The United States? Yes. Um, how many is that? Uh, I have lost track. Okay, you were cool. saying them very fast. I know there, there, I know at least oh. two you did not say. Okay. Uh, Turkey. Uruguay. Turkey. No. Egypt. No. Bangladesh. Yes. Um, I think there's, I, th- I believe there's two more you did not say. This is based on number of people there as opposed to like per capita, right? Per capita what, honey? Oh, po- population per capita? Nigeria. Well, yes. And oof, number 10 is going to be Nigeria, Ghana. <laughs> um I think number 10 is going to be re- Armenia. No, Armenia. What's number 10? <laughs> Pakistan. Pakistan. Oh. Right, I, I did okay. I did yeah, okay. that was pretty impressive. Okay. That was impressive. You forget how big Indonesia is huge. Indian, yeah. Like, everyone lives in Indonesia. It's giant. It's giant. Isn't it just all islands? Yeah, it's an archipelago, but it's huge. I don't and think it, of Japan as huge. Yeah, I don't either. But I think that Japan, surprised me that that was on there. Well, so what I mean they, by per capita is like the most people stuffed into an area, most populated countries or most populous countries. What? But they're saying most populous countries. Well, I think Japan is just like so many people live in Tokyo and Kyoto. Like you mean, so many people live yeah. in those two cities. Uh, it does per capita. Even, I thought per capita was like something per person. Oh, is that what per capita means? You're thinking per like acre or something. Yeah. Anyway, I'm wrong. Right. Should we take some more quizzes? <laughs> Are there any more quizzes? Uh, 
I think we're all up on quizzes. But Greg, could you share with us the 10 minute rule that you're trying to turn into a thing? Uh, I'm not trying to turn it into a thing. It's already become a thing for me. The 10 minute rule means that anywhere that I'm going to meet anyone, I do not communicate with them unless I am more than 10 minutes late. So I never send texts or call people that say I, I will be five minutes late because I, I'm trying to limit the amount of unnecessary interfacing that I do with people. <laughs> I also don't tell people where I am at a meeting location unless there are over a hundred people there. Like if I say I'm meeting you at a coffee shop and it's obvious that that's me, <laughs> I don't say I'm in the corner. Right. Because you're going to walk in. I just feel like there are some things we could reduce the yeah. amount of communicating we do. Mm-hmm. It's good that you have a rule for that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like tonight I was six minutes late and I looked at my phone and I was like, I'm within the window. Mm. And if, if, as soon as it had hit 10 minutes, I would have texted you. I'll be there in a minute or whatever. But anyway, that's the 10 minute rule. Now, do you declare the rule before you do it or do you just. What do you mean? Like, let's say it's a new person. No, fuck them. Okay. <laughs> they learn the hard way. And if they text me, it's ignored. If they don't read the terms of service, then that's on them. <laughs> I just feel like, I don't know if anyone else agrees with me. It's just like, I'll be right there. Just be there. Yeah. I don't need to know, like, I at a certain point, I'm like, are they dead? And that's like when you're an hour late. I feel like in LA, 10 minutes late is got to be acceptable just because... Traffic. You know, traffic, and if you're coming from far away, you just can't predict that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess there would be exceptions, maybe. But What's like- weird is, like, if someone is running late for, to my show, I, I'm i never like, geez, where are they? Although most people do let me know if they're going to be, not on the Thursday show, but on the Monday show, because it's usually people who don't really know me, um, so they're like, hey, you know, I'm just a couple minutes late, blah, blah, blah. Um, but Why? Like, I what's don't, the difference between like 7.30 and 7.35? There's no, those are the same time. I don't know. But the weird thing is that when I am the one going somewhere, if I'm going to be like even three minutes late, I don't text, but I want to. I don't know why. And then I think three minutes late is basically on time. So I'm not going to text. Can we talk uh, about halibut? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why did, okay. Their eyes migrate to one side of their head. Yes, and they bury themselves in the sand. Is 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 it because it's like most of their time is looking in one direction? All of their time is looking in okay. one direction. Because I'm like, damn, that would suck. When you they have a major blind side. When you see halibut on the ocean floor, you just see blinking eyes. Ugh. I'm actually like I've dove over like a field of halibut, probably of soul actually. And it's just like looking at a field of blinking of tiny little eyes poking out of the sand. Oh my god! No, they're really cool. Flatfish are really cool. <laughs> wow! And because and that's just they're they're disguised by the sand. So yeah. they're born looking like normal fish. Yeah, and they flatten out, and their eyes migrate around their head. How big are they when they flatten out? Like when this happens? Small. They're really small. They're tiny. They're like that big. That's so wild. How cute! Yeah, how the flatfish are really cool. You know the turbo. Axe joke? <laughs> yes, a but share it. No, share no, no. It. I was really disappointed today because I made this picture that was um I wasn't disappointed, but I like thought about it for one second. I'm gonna talk about my own tweet for a second. Please. <laughs> and I made this picture and it's this and it's between foo turns. <laughs> And I put Dave Grohl's head on these birds. And then I put Matthew McConaughey and Zach Galifianakis in the middle of it. 
And I thought it was funny that it's these are foo turns and they're between foo turns, but nobody gave a shit about it. <laughs> how how does your? <laughs> I was at the car wash. Uh, I did it at the car wash. How does your traditional fish tax joke usually do? It tanks every year. It's been tanking for like seven years. But you make it every year, right? I think it's funny, <laughs> and now I think it's funny that it's not funny. But yeah, tax day every year is just the turbo axe joke for like six hours, and it's totally underappreciated. What is it again? That I don't understand why anyone needs to buy this product. It's very easy to fillet a turbot. It's a small flat fish. You do not need an axe for it. <laughs> Even as I'm saying it, I'm laughing at myself because I think that it's funny. But you also have to explain to people what the turbot is. And Mike Henry once tweeted in response like, most jokes hinge on regional seafood preferences. <laughs> <laughs> so the joke would be a lot funnier if that product was called like halibutax or something. Yeah. But right. because it's a turbot, which is a very common flatfish in Europe, but not here. But do you find around tax time you, you get a lot of fishermen following you, like new? <laughs> it doesn't work. Maybe Nothing you, about the turbot axe joke has ever worked. Maybe you need to go try it out in Europe next to well, tax, tax like, time over there. I don't know how wordplay goes on over there, but like I do feel like it would work on the continent. Yeah. Um. Speaking of animals and food, I need to tell you guys about a really great uh, food for your dog, and it is called uh, the Farmer's Dog, and they make really great, really healthy, fresh food for your dog. Uh, it's human grade food. You could eat it. I would not recommend it because then you're taking dog, you're taking food away from your dog. Have you ever wondered why every dog food, no matter how pretty the bag is or the brand or the price, is a dry, smelly, burnt brown pellet? <sighs> That's what we used to give Wendy. Why do we feed this stuff to our beloved pets for every meal of their life? Well, now we don't have to, thanks to the farmer's dog. The farmer's dog makes it easy to feed your dog real fresh food, actual food you can see, smell, and taste if you want to. They deliver it right to your house exactly when you need it. Reach in the fridge, open and pour. There's real USDA fresh veggies. Uh, and the farmer's dog worked with top vets to make their food complete and balanced for your dog so you know they're getting the nutrition they need to thrive. It's pre-portioned for them so you don't have to worry about or overfeeding uh, and there's different options of which kind of meat you want like I said there's veggies and it's it's a mix of veggies and meat a fresh food diet is linked to a wealth of health benefits from smoother coat and regulated weight to better poops and fresher breath and uh, dogs love it <laughs> And with plans starting at just $3 a day, less than a morning coffee these days, you're able to make it work for your family. You have peace of mind knowing that you're making a long-term investment in your dog's health. The Farmer's Dog is a smarter, healthier pet food, making it as simple as possible to give your dog a better diet. Start your trial today. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash bestfriend and you'll save 50% and get free shipping. That's thefarmersdog.com slash bestfriend for 50% off your trial and free shipping thefarmersdog.com slash best friend. Okay, and then I just need to tell you guys about Walton Wood Farm. Uh, they make amazing products. And then we're going to do some Just Me or Everyone, which I know is Greg's favorite. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've had a week from hell. You know, one of those weeks where you want to put the kids to bed early, lock the bathroom door, run a hot bath. I like a hot shower. And forget about all the stuff that's never going to get done. 
You're not going to believe this, but I found the perfect thing for nights like these. It's literally called Week from Hell. It's a whole line of personal care products by Walton Wood Farm that make you feel human again. There's a bath soak, a whipped body cream, an amazing hand cream, a sugar scrub, and more. It's totally SLS and paraben-free, so you can feel great about using the products and gifting them to the most important people in your life. Also, this stuff smells so delicious, you'll want to eat it. Finally, someone gets it. Uh, and it's a Walton Wood Farm is this great line of, uh, they have cleaning products, they have, uh, self care products, and they all have like clever, cheeky names, and the labeling's beautiful, or it's fun. It's fun and beautiful. And it also, it smells so good. Uh, now I know as moms, we tend to shop for ourselves last. So if you go on Instagram and tag at Walton Wood Farm in your story and tell them why you've had a week from hell, I had a week from hell because not only did I run over the diaper bag, but I tried to talk about it on my show and no one cared. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) If you go on Walt, so go on Instagram, tag (laughs) at Walton Wood Farm in your story and tell them why you've had a week from hell. You'll be entered to win a $60 gift set. It contains full-size products of the bath soak, sugar scrub, and hand rescue. Tag up to three friends for multiple entries and so they can enter too. Walton also makes awesome gifts for men, boys, and pets. Plus, you'll get free shipping with any purchase over $49. So you can get stuff for the boys and something for yourself too. And 10% off your first order with code BESTFRIEND at waltonwoodfarm.com. Again, that's code BESTFRIEND at waltonwoodfarm.com. Okay, let's do some Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought of. Just me or everyone. All right. I've got to say, hold on. I'm looking at pictures of the sarcastic fringe head. <laughs> and it's crazy, right? It is seriously a fucking nightmare fuel. Oh my god. So the mouth like, like flanges out. It's like a f- Yeah, here's the here's like a little gif of the like Oh. Yeah, and they're like that big. Jesus Christ. Like eight inches long. Yeah. They're tiny. And then once you like start following the different links, there's all sorts of animals that are equally horrifying under those. They're crazy. You know, supposedly next to the Santa Monica Pier, Mm -hmm. there's a field of like 10,000 abandoned like cans and bottles. And every one of them is filled with a sarcastic fringe head. Oh my God. And they like come out at night and fight each other over abandoned garbage. How's there not a movie about them? (laughs) TBD. Yeah. I'm okay. not sure I want to save the oceans anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Nina Hartley says, why do teen girls giggle so much? At the same time... And by the way, did I already do this one? It's my perennial question. I don't remember. I don't think At so. the same time, I don't think I laughed as often and heartily as I did between the ages of 14 and 22. Is that when you started listening to the show? <laughs> uh, um, I don't really want to speculate on why teen girls giggle so much. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, no, no, I'm saying, why do you not want to speculate on it? I don't know. I mean, maybe they're just having a good time. Sure. Tony, do you know why teen girls giggle so much? I I, I got, I don't, I don't. (laughs) Well, I was a teen girl. Yeah, tell us. Tell us, why did you giggle so damn much? Well, I don't know. (laughs) 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 I don't know. I think that you're uncomfortable and giggling is a good place to put some of your anxiety. It's like nervous energy. But also, 
when I think about some of the things that struck me as funny at that age, but I was, I, I laughed a ton in college too, but I guess that she's same 14 to 22. Like, I don't know. You spent a she lot of time. She specified a demo? She said, uh, she doesn't think she laughed as often and heartily as she did between, uh, the ages of 14 and 22. Those are solid laugh years. Yeah. I don't know. I would get together with my college friends and we would just laugh and laugh. You tell stories about running over diaper bags. <laughs> yeah. All the good stuff. No, I know. Here's the thing. I was actually funny back then. I'm trying to reclaim it, but apparently I've lost it. No, stop it. That wasn't supposed to be a funny story. It was supposed to be deep. No, it actually wasn't. It was supposed to be entertaining, and it and it wasn't any of them. It's all right. But it was real, and it was true, you guys. When's the last time you backed over some of your own items? Ever? Hmm. Have you ever backed over drums? No. I don't have any like specific back over my own stuff, man. Yeah, that's what I'm know. saying. It doesn't usually happen. I've ne- I I'd never uh, driven over my own items in the past. What's happening right now? I'm taking a video of you for Patreon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to capture this moment where you're really bringing it. No, I'm bringing it. Hold oh, on. Oh, no, you're going to take a video of me? No, a I'm video not. Of you? I'm just going to make sure that everyone sees b- between oh, two turns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, then what happened? so no one here has backed over their own stuff no i mean besides the stuff i backed over last weekend (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm saying it's unusual Mm -hmm. so i really feel that uh i'm sorry greg i'm trying to get your between foo turns and it's dave girl's head it's not really able to not really able to pick it up all right that's fine but yeah okay are there any more just me no one can go anywhere and find it (laughs) Did you actually post it today, Greg? Fuck yeah, I did. Are there any more just me or everyone's? Yes. Ray Morgan says, Strug- and by the way, did I do this one? Struggle with pronouncing brewery. If I don't make an effort, it comes out brewery. Mm. Well, so this is that That's 30 Rock. That's how I pronounce it, I think. Brewery. Yeah. This is that 30 Rock joke that she I was, was just thinking about that, the rural, rural But <laughs> <laughs> No one can say it right. I can't say. There, what I, one of the things I hate saying is internet access. <laughs> I hate saying that. Like, do you guys have internet access? <laughs> I really hate saying internet access. Do you not hate that one? I never have. Like before. when you have to ask someone if you're like, does anyone here have internet access? <laughs> I hate saying internet access. That's my least favorite thing. But sometimes you have to say it. Can you say it normally, Allison? Like, let's pretend like we're like on a hike or something. Allison, do you have internet? <laughs> do you have internet access? <laughs> I can't say it. Honestly, Wait, like, why are you asking me on a hike? <laughs> That's the last. I don't know. That was the first scenario also, that popped into my mind. Why are there times you have to? You could phrase it differently. Yeah, like, do you have Wi-Fi? Yeah, or just drop the access. You just do you have internet? <laughs> do you have internet? Yeah, that's so true. Do you have it? So true. <laughs> It's so true. Let's yeah. all go around the table and say it. Because I've never, I don't think I've ever said it before. Say it right now. Just say, but you have to say is the question like, Greg, do you have internet? Come <laughs> <laughs> slap, slapping the silly out of my face. Can you say Stitch Fix? Stitch Fix Kids? <laughs> or no, Greg, do you have internet access? <laughs> Hang on. Greg, do you have internet access? It is hard to say. <laughs> it's something about what it forces your mouth to do. Yeah. You have to do internet access. <laughs> Daniel, you say it. Greg, do you have internet access? Yeah, see, it's easy, Tony. <laughs> Greg, do you have internet access? Yeah. It's, it's just like... I want to try it again. A, it's a personal thing for me. Let me am, I, is, is, am I in it? Yeah. Greg, do you have internet access? Yeah, good. Right. Okay, now you say it normal. Allison, do you have internet access? <laughs> you did it! I know, but I have You're to, trying like, real I, hard. I'm trying real hard. 
Okay. That's my thing. I don't like to say it in public. Uh, Jason Dick says, my toaster oven, my toaster ovens always rust, but none of my other appliances ever do. Toaster oven? Yeah, I think mine's rusty. Yeah. Mine's rusty too. And ours was rusty. Yeah. I never thought about it. I mean, like, I guess I have thought maybe about Maybe there's it, a metal it. that it uses. To... Like no. meaning like your blender isn't rusted or whatever? I think right. that's what he means, yeah. Right. Or your oven oven isn't rusted. Everyone's oven is rusted. Is it? Open your oven on the inside unless it's new. There's usually rust inside of them. But a lot of appliances are rusted. Like if you look at the bottom of your blender, there's probably a little bit of rust on the blades. Maybe it's just you notice it because there's more metal involved than most appliances. Yeah, maybe. You also tend to stare at your toaster more than other appliances Mm. because it's on your your top. Do you have a toaster toaster or just a toaster oven? I think you asked the question in reverse. Well, what? <laughs> Why does it matter? Well, I think you would say, do you have a toaster oven or just a toaster? Well, but but you asked it in reverse. I asked it specifically of you in reverse because you just mentioned your toaster oven. Okay, so now it's the question? <laughs> do you have internet access? <laughs> I have a toaster is, oven. Yeah, I know. Right. And I'm asking, do you also have a toaster? Oh, no. Does anyone have both? No one has both. What's the, why would you ever have both? Just because you we want the ding pop up? Thing? We don't have either. I know, but I want a toaster oven. You don't have a fucking toaster oven? Mm-mm. No, we did. this was a co- whole conversation that we had. Why? Not she doesn't want more things on the counter. Mm-hmm. And so then it was like, well, we could get one that's uh, mounted below the cabinets, but then. Tony, you have a toaster oven, right? You're a human I sure yeah, do, in the yeah. United States. Mm-hmm. Use Wait, it all the time. You think that it's. <clears throat> it's, it's a standard purchase. Is it really? Yeah. Because yeah, I think so. When I yeah. met Daniel, he didn't have a microwave. And I'm like, how do you live like that? Oh, it's way more normal to not have a microwave. Thank you. Yeah. What, and what do you guys that was use the it? weird one. What we do don't you guys have a use it for? What? We don't have a microwave. What do you guys use your toaster oven for? Uh, what's that stuff called? Toast. Toast. Yeah. Toast. <laughs> Heating things up. Yeah. You could, you like leftovers, sometimes put some leftover pizza in pizza. there. Pizza. Toaster oven. Way yeah. better Great to warm up. Yeah. yeah. Great for pizza. Mm hmm. By the way, you can use it as a oven too. If you right. ever have problems with your gas, mm-hmm. you can cook, you can cook in, in a toaster oven. Mm-hmm. Small amounts, right? No, no, huge amounts. <laughs> like you turkey. just gotta stuff it in there. <laughs> just like you a- just <laughs> stuff that turkey in there, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so it's better than a microwave for reheating. Yes, a microwave has like two functions that are challenging: butter. Which you can also just put in a small saucepan, or what was that saucepan? <laughs> the saucepan was the saucepan. The hardest oh, thing pen? to reheat without a microwave is macaroni and cheese. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's the hardest thing to reheat without a microwave. What happens if you put it in your toaster oven? Does it dry out? It'll just fry because it's full of butter and stuff. Hmm. They're, it's really hard to reheat without. Anyway, is this good? Is this interesting? Yeah, this is, this is good stuff. <laughs> We're going to use it all. This is the diaper bag of this part of the podcast. And you're the car. <laughs> <laughs> Gerhardt. So I'm, sorry, I'm still stuck on saucepan. <laughs> <laughs> Gerhardt says, always get excited when there's fruit talk on the show, mm. then become disappointed when nobody asks what fruit do you like or the song isn't played. Well, Gerhardt, it's your day. What do you like? Do you like? What fruits do you like? Do you like? I like the apple and the pineapple. Oh. I like the apple and the pineapple. Oh, apple, pineapple. Oh, 
think so, but I don't really. Were you raised in Korea? <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, I gotta say, now that we have kids, I get that this song would be a huge hit. Yes, it would, because Elliot is obsessed with pineapples. He's way into apples, pineapples. Watermelons, melons, all of them. I have a remix of that song. We should play it for him. <clears throat> I don't know if I have it with me, but I do have one. Go wake him yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, Elliot. <laughs> Pineapples. Well, while you look for that, I'll explain to Tony what this song is. So Jenna Kim Jones, you met Jenna, right? Yes. Jenna Kim Jones, who and oh, Al, yeah, I have it. Who were on the show all the time? Uh, Jenna grew up in Korea, and her family used to be on some like the the Korean version of Sesame Street like the some public uh-huh. access kids show like they were celebrities there uh and this was a song from that and that's her family singing that's fantastic i know isn't that amazing mm-hmm. and apparently there's video and we never got to see the video but we oh, used no. this used to come up on the show a lot and then we found out there's even more verses okay i think this is it This is like Elliot's brain. And then it goes on like this for a minute. Anyway, like, I remixed it. You did this. <laughs> yeah. No, someone else did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Javier A says, not sure how to f- refer to my wife's condition. Saying she's pregnant sounds as though I had nothing to do with it, but saying we're pregnant sounds like I think we're going through the same thing. Let me ask Tony a question relative to this. <clears throat> Tony, did the manager of your band used to say, we're going out on tour this spring? We're putting out a new record? Because band managers used to say that all the time. They'd be like, yeah, you know, we're heading out this spring. And I'd always be like, and what are you going to do? Right. I know. I've definitely heard people. I can't I can't remember. How do you feel about that, though, in general? If I you're... don't generally like it, but I don't know. Because uh, I, re- I equate that manager... to we're pregnant. Yeah. I think we're pregnant is weird. I, I The band manager, I, I, I don't know. I can kind of go either way on it. Because I always felt like I was like, just say they're going out on yeah. tour. Like, you're not really... You're not doing anything. Yeah. I mean, you're doing some work or whatever. So that's yeah. how I feel about it. I feel like she's pregnant, mm-hmm. not we're pregnant. Yeah, I agree. Allison, thoughts? Yeah, mm-hmm. I get that. Um, either is okay with me, but I think you could just say, like, we're expecting a baby. My wife is pregnant. Pregnancy is such a, a, a difficult thing. It's so gendered. For, yeah, for, the, for ladies that I feel like. I'll I'll let her have it, you know. Like I'm not going to try to. Of you. I'm not going to try to. Well, in, the, in that language, makes it seem like I'm going through. I'm not going through a fraction. Of right. What exactly. She's going Why yeah. would I? I don't have the right to say that I'm pregnant. You know. Right. And lastly, Jason Dix again says, "I love to vacuum, just me or everyone." Nope. I don't love it. Fuck no. <laughs> I love to vacuum. Although I will say <laughs> that if you have one of those um, carpets that has, you know. Maybe one one color and tall. What do you call it? Pile shag shag shag. Well, no, no, not a shag. Not not that bad. 
and then you run it over and it changes the colors. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's, that's cool. fun. Yeah, I, like I like that. that. I get that. If there is an especially especially large amount of dog hair, sometimes like that, yeah. that is satisfying when you see it go away and you see that fresh line. But, oh, I, but I, uh, oh, yeah, I don't know yeah. if I'd go so far as to say that when I, you bust out the 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 special arm and then you get the corners mm-hmm. and you suck out all that hair and dirt with it. That's yeah, that's satisfying. Yeah. For some reason, that that level of vacuuming with the special arm. Um, have you ever done it? Yes, I have on the couch. But I don't like your implication. I have. <laughs> it's impossible to get the yeah. arm back. First uh, of all, we and ours really is tough. It, that's it, it, somehow it always hurts my back, and I don't know if I'm just that del- much of a delicate flower that vacuuming hurts my back. But somehow it always feels very acrobatic. I'll have to watch you do it next time. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not exactly Acrobatic sure is an exaggeration. Mm. I just feel like I'm always fighting with the machine. Yeah. I don't know. You guys. Mm. We did been, it. We did it. It's been a we fun show. A I feel like we, we need to do a quick little Patreon discussion. Patreon. Afterwards, it'll be very fast. Um, no, listeners, it's not going to be fast. You guys in the room, it's going to be fast. Don't worry. Uh, I'm not going to keep it too late. I just, we just need to revisit a couple topics here get a few things off my chest we need to talk about how it went um so if you need more of this head to patreon patreon.com slash allison rosen greg where can we find you on twitter at oh just go to at dong attack and like the um between food turns tweet yes yeah, let's get it trending <laughs> <laughs> there's food turns it's like birds but with dave Grohl's head on it you can find me at twitter and instagram at daniel quants q u a n t z oh i want to see when is the show coming out it's thursday my nephew's band is playing at the fonda theater on friday night oh cool <clears throat> they're called greer they're opening for the regrets if you're in los angeles you should go see them they're great are you the gonna fonda, go? is that the one off the 101 yeah yeah i guess well it's the fonda's is that on, the, is that fonda's the on hollywood yeah it's right off the 101 it's like a block off the 101 Right What's the, the one with the that's that's like an amphitheater? Ford. The that's Ford. the Ford. That's okay. the Ford. They're both right off the one one. The Ford is like a oh, mini yeah, Greek. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tony uh, at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram, and new episodes of Bizarre Albums every Tuesday. And I'm at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. Check out my other podcast, Childish, that I do with Greg Fitzsimmons. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, this show and that show, download, tell your friends, subscribe, leave us a nice comment. I even printed out a couple comments to read on this show, but for iTunes Comedy Week, we're going to have to do that next time. Um, oh, and I'm now on Cameo, cameo.com slash Allison Rosen. You can buy a message from me, like for someone for their birthday. I've been doing birthday messages. That's fun. So check that out. Everyone, thank you for listening. You guys at the table, thank you for being on the show. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Rosen is your new best friend.